Some More Good News Season 2 is all about people doing good through following their passions, good for their own souls and for others. I'm Kate Cherichello, and welcome to today's episode. Let's spread a little more goodness in the world. Some More Good News Season 2 is all about people doing good through following their passions, good for their own souls and for others. Today, I'm talking to Andrea Mieres. She is the CEO and lead designer of Iconic Design Group. Andrea and I met in college at Butler University. She is ironically from the same area of Wisconsin as my mom's family and now lives in New Jersey, close to my parents. Small world. I'm so excited for you to hear my conversation with Andrea today and to hopefully spread a little more goodness in the world. Hi, Andrea. Hi, Kate. Thanks for doing this. Thanks for having me. So I'm going to ask you five questions. Well, caveat, there are a lot of two-parters, so five-ish questions, and you can answer them directly, take your own spin, go on as many tangents as you want. I won't keep you long, though. I know you're super busy, and Andrea also has a four-year-old who is adorable (laughs) at home, too. All right, but first, I won't say uh, too much about you and your business and job, because I want you to explain it in your own words. So tell me about who you are and what you do. Sure, thanks. Um, I'm Andrea Miares. I'm a brand strategist. I primarily provide graphic design and web design services. Um, And I just love helping business owners, primarily in the professional services industries, um, to just create strong visual brands and collateral that attracts high-end clients and helps them just to really stand out authentically in the marketplace. Beautiful. You have a very good elevator pitch, very eloquent put together. You could tell that you are in this, this world. Uh, So I know that you were in a different, not, not industry, but different career before and that you've made your way into this. So I'd love to hear about what that was and how you ended up taking the change to work on your own and create your own company. Sure. Um, So prior to creating my business, I worked in marketing and creative services, um, first for a nonprofit and then for a Fortune 500 company here in New Jersey. Um, And I managed the design and development of digital ads, email, snail mail campaigns, um, things like that, you know, directing production of company websites and other marketing collateral. Um, And similar to my niche right now, you know, we served a lot of businesses in the financial service industries, um, associations and other small businesses and things like that to make sure that they had the visual tools necessary for um, successful custom campaign execution. Um, And then, you know, my transition point to working for myself, um, at a certain point, I just realized that I could make a bigger impact on the world um, and in my own community um, by helping individual businesses um, and helping individual business owners succeed um, rather than just helping big corporations to make more money. Um, So I I had dealt with a lot of different brands when I was in the corporate world, and I just really kind of became obsessed with understanding 
what truly made a brand attractive to potential clients. Um, I had seen, you know, brands on a multitude of levels, some that were great right out of the box when they came to us and some that, you know, really could have used a little bit of tweaking to speak to their ideal clients and and become more effective um, at reaching the people that they truly wanted to serve and have a bigger impact that way. Um, So I immersed myself in color psychology and really the psychology behind the brands that we love and love to interact with on a daily basis just in our own lives. Uh, And then one day I just realized that if I could find a way to combine all of those tools that I was learning and the intuition that I had gained into a guided process um, that could really just create a a custom and cohesive standout brand for these people. Um, And it would just, it would create a lot of benefits for not only them bringing in more clients and streamlining their processes and saving them time. Um, But, you know, it would also help them create this really standout brand that would boost their visibility, help them attract the right clients right to, you know, their physical or virtual doorstep and just help them to to book more clients um, and serve the people that they wanted to be serving without feeling so overwhelmed in the process of doing it. Um, So I started my own business, um, Iconic Design Group, as you mentioned, Um, and now I get to use the process that I developed to uh, empower these entrepreneurs to attract more of their ideal clients um, through higher visibility um, and just help these business owners to stand out online so that they can make a greater impact in the lives of the customers that they truly want to be reaching and serving on a daily basis. Wow. Wow. Talk about a skill set that is so needed. And you can tell that you're so passionate about what you do. So that's amazing that you have found this journey through corporate, through all the different brands to get to here. Uh, Additional question on top of that one, just because I'm so intrigued by it. What was it like to take that first step to say, I am leaving this corporate job where you know, it's, it's pretty clear cut. I mean, nothing is set, but you knew where you're going each day and you had a boss and all that to say, I'm cutting this and I am taking this leap. What was that moment? Yeah, that was also, it was during my maternity leave actually, when my son was born. Um, so it was, I had been, you know, thinking in this direction prior to, you know, his birth and, uh, just, you know, Seeing him and, and, you know, the experience of having a child and just rethinking what your future is going to look like. I knew that I wanted to be able to make an impact, um, a greater impact, you know, for myself and continue the passions that I had for myself while setting a great example for him. Um, and you know, just having something for him to, you know, kind of look up to and aspire as well, but, but being able to be a mom and a wife and also still pursue this passion that I had for myself and this big idea that I had, um, that I had, you know, created or had come upon me, you know, during a career that I was very passionate about. Um, so it was very exciting, definitely a little scary. I, I think that, you know, any business owner um, would be lying if they said that, you know, it wasn't scary going off and branching out on your own. And, and there's still a lot of, you know, unknowns for, for all of us, especially, you know, during the times that we're going through right now. But, but you know, every, you know, fork in the road and every pain point has been just so worth it. And um, yeah, I wouldn't do anything differently from that perspective. Amazing. You mentioned about this time and that leads me to the next question. How does your world look different 
during this time of quarantining and COVID versus your, I guess we could say normal times. And what do you think will continue when we go back to being able to be together again? And what can you just say, can't wait to say goodbye to? Yeah, uh, well, from a practical standpoint, not a whole lot looks different because my office is virtual. So I primarily <laughs> work from home and I can take my office with me wherever I go, wherever my laptop or my iPad is, is where, you know, I can work and set up. But I did get two new office mates because my husband's physical office sent all their employees to work from home full time right now, um, as have many. Um, and my son's school closed. So some of it, you know, sometimes it gets a little cozy in here. Um, but I'm just just overall very grateful for the added family time that we've gotten there. Um, you know, even if we do get in each other's hair, sometimes it's, you know, it's just looking for the little things and the silver linings, just being appreciative for, for what we have um, in this season, for sure. Um, and then from a business standpoint, um, just really the mindset and priorities of my clients have shifted a lot. Um, I think when COVID hit and the market shifted, people just really started to dial in on what was truly necessary to run their businesses successfully. Um, and just to truly stand out in a marketplace online that was all of a sudden becoming really saturated with, you know, everybody had to jump online to survive essentially. Um, and so they had to jump online to make a profit and figure out how to get in front of their ideal clients so that they could, you know, use the services that they had to make a bigger difference and um, just figure out how to make that work for themselves. So, so I really love the priority shift that they had and just the, also the emphasis on um, service over sales um, is a big mm. thing that I have seen in the marketplace, um, particularly over the past year, just helping your fellow neighbor or your fellow business owner, even if, you know, like in my world, your neighbor is a virtual one um, or your fellow business owner is, is halfway across the country from where you are right now. Um, but just, you know, I've seen so many people come together because, you know, we all truly need each other, especially in times like this. And, and we thrive in business and in life because of the connections and the relationships that we make. Um, so I've just loved watching and being a part of that reprioritization and that shift in the online space as we've gone through the last year or so. Amazing. Amazing. And it is, it's overwhelming when you're online. And I say this, I've always had an online huge portion of my work, but it is overwhelming. And you're, like I said before, your skill set is so needed because it helps people focus in and really see what is my brand? Who am I? What am I selling or servicing for people? So amazing work. Now you obviously have done a lot of good for people in building this, this online identity, this company identity. What are some stories or a story that stands out to you from over time where you just really felt like, yes, this made such an impact or for yourself, you know, just a really good news moment? Yeah. Um, I have a couple, couple stories I can share. Um, I love it just mentioned um, just that huge shift and kind of that service over sales mentality and overall regard for helping those around you. Um, about a month or so into the pandemic when we all just it really started to sink into business owners that this wasn't going to be a short-term thing. And um, it just became apparent the sheer number of 
brick and mortar stores that either didn't have an online presence period or didn't have an online presence that would be functional enough to help them serve their customers and keep their business on businesses running so they could, you know, pay their employees and keep their physical locations open, even if they, you know, keep the buildings themselves, even if they weren't going to be in them. Um, and just really putting food on the table for themselves and their own families, just those basic needs. Um, so there was a group of, of us that got together virtually um, to kind of figure out how we could most effectively help those brick and mortar businesses that were in our own backyards. Um, even if it wasn't a service that we necessarily offered, just trying to figure out, you know, there were so many of us that just wanted to, to help in some way, as a lot of us did. Um, help those businesses that really were staples of our community, um, but that were really struggling during this time. So, so we came and pooled our resources and, and put our heads together to figure out how we could best then go out into our own communities. And, you know, this group of us was from all over the country, but just trying to figure out how we could best help help each other and help the, the communities that we lived in. So I, you know, for example, help my son's Taekwondo studio figure out how to Zoom effectively, you know, back before we all were way too familiar with Zoom rooms <laughs> and things like that. Um, but I helped them learn how to use Zoom to effectively teach virtual classes to their, their students. Um, I sent tutorial videos to other business owners who were trying to get landing pages and websites up and running for the first time I did a lot of, of complimentary brand consultation calls to small business owners and kind of crash course workshops on how to really stand out stand out online now that everyone is online watching. Um, so just, just things like that, you know, this whole group of online entrepreneurs that I'm a part of, they were all doing the same thing in their own backyards. And, um, you know, if, if one of us really couldn't help a business that was close to us, we would, you know, virtually connect them with someone else, you know, if they needed tech support or Facebook ad development or things like that, you know, we would just jump in wherever we were needed to make sure that those businesses in our own communities all the way across the country were able to kind of keep their lights on, so to speak, and meet their own basic needs. Um, and then if I can share one more story. Please. Sure. Um, probably one of my favorite stories that I'll share is um, a woman who was a performance photographer and videographer, and her primary source of income was photographing end of season performances for local theaters and dance troops. Uh, both for professional performances and for youth outreach performances and youth classes and things like that around her community. Um, and I just, I had seen her ask for help in one of the virtual communities that I'm a part of. And I reached out to her and I just remember we jumped on a Zoom call and she said, Andrea, I make all the money I need to live off of in April and May. And nobody's going to be performing live in April or May this year. So, you know, she's like, I don't know what I'm going to do. But what struck me most is that, you know, she was worried about herself not having enough income for herself and her daughter at the time. But what she was most concerned about and the reason that she had reached out in one of these virtual forums is she was concerned about the fact that these theaters and organizations 
that she usually photographed weren't going to be able to reach the audiences and the people in their communities that it was their mission to serve. And they, so they weren't going to be able to have, you know, that impact. And there were so many more people in that community beyond just herself that were going to be without work for these, you know, these last few months of the performance season. And so she wanted to come up with a way to help them. So um, just the true definition of service over sales right there and looking out for your fellow neighbor. Um, so, you know, what she wanted to do was just figure out how to teach her neighboring theaters and performing performing arts organizations, how to carry out virtual performances so that the students and professional performers could still share their work and that so the studios could continue to reach, you know, their constituents in a really meaningful and positive way through online classes and other virtual programming. So I helped her to create a streamlined process and a platform for getting these organizations up and running. Um, and she really pivoted her business model so that she could continue to help the organizations she loved and make an impact on their communities during a really difficult time for her as well as for them. So. I was just really inspired by her dedication and her drive to do this, you know, despite her own circumstances, just to continue to improve her community and, and the people that, that these people, you know, just touched in such a deep way on a daily basis. That is incredible. Wow. And I, I love that detail that, you know, she wasn't sure if she could feed her own family and yet she was so concerned about all these organizations and their missions. Thank you for sharing those stories. Yeah, absolutely. Ah, okay, one last question and then I'll let you go. What is something that you find yourself saying over and over again to clients or a, an important element that we might be forgetting? Some, any kind of advice you'd like to impart on us? Sure, um, that's a great question. Uh, so jumping back into the world of brand strategy for a minute, um, although it's applicable, you know, whether you're a business owner or not, um, but, you know, speaking to everyone is still online watching now. I don't think that that part of the world is going to change even, you know, post COVID pandemic. Um, so the number one way that you can stand out online in the marketplace um, is to be authentic and to portray your authentic self consistently across all the platforms that you're on, whether it's, you know, your website, any social media accounts that you have. However, you are online just being authentic and being authentic consistently all the time across all those platforms. And I know that, you know, authentic is this huge kind of overused buzzword right now that's been going on for a while. Um, and I could, I could go off on a huge spiel about, you know, the true meaning of the word and why it is so important for impactful branding. But, but what I'll say here is just that, you know, people buy from and engage with people um, over products and, and services and anything like that. They buy from people that they relate to and causes that they understand and believe in. Um, and the stronger the relationship that you can build and the more loyal your audience and followers and the deeper the impact that you're going to be able to make through your services and offer will be ultimately. Um, so in order to do that, you have to really kind of tap into your values, who you are, what you stand for. And if you're a business owner, also what you ultimately want your business to stand for, for your audience too. So being authentic to yourself and being authentic to the mission and vision that you have for your business, kind of um, portraying all of that 
clearly is, is ultimately the power of a clear brand. And that's why, you know, if you're a business owner, having an effective brand strategy for your business is just so important, um, especially as you're starting out or, or pivoting to a new industry or just trying to up-level your business in general. Um, and I'll kind of leave it with this quote. Simon Sinek said that um, people don't buy what you do. They buy why you do it. And what you do simply proves what you believe. So in other words, the best way to make a deep and long lasting impact is to know who you are and what you stand for and what you believe in, um, and then portray that really consistently to others. So that's why I've been so impressed with the people that I've come across over the past year. Um, people who, who really know what they stand for, that service over sales mentality and just helping others um, survive and keep going ultimately, even when they're struggling themselves. Um, just like, you know, the woman's story that I shared, they know what they believe in and what's ultimately important to them. Um, and they use that to fuel their own success while impacting the success of others. So, so yeah, so you can ask yourself, what are your values? Um, why do you do what you do? And, and are you living that out through the work that you're doing on a daily basis? There was so much to quote in there that I just was making mental like, oh, that's that. I have to pull that one. I have to pull that one. That So many great mini messages underneath that big umbrella of knowing who you are and your why, whether you are a business owner or just a human in this world. Thank you. Thank you, Andrea. That was a phenomenal way to end it. And where can we find you? Uh, do you like LinkedIn? Do you like Instagram? I know she, you guys, when you look up Andrea, she has been killing it across the social media platforms. I love the narratives that you've been posting. So tell us the best way to find you. Sure. You can find me on LinkedIn, um, Andrea Miares. Um, my business iconic design group is on there as well, but please, please follow me first on my personal page. I would love just to, to connect with you personally. Um, you can find me on Facebook at Andrea Miares and also on, um, Instagram as well at Andrea Miares as well. So I would and love I'll include to those. Thank you. Yeah. Feel free to send me a direct message. Um, you know, reach out to me. My website is createiconic.com if you'd like to connect with me there as well. Um, I'm just always happy to, to have a conversation and to get to know you personally. Um, like we said, you know, relationships, relationships and connections are, are everything um, in the business world and, um, you know, just day-to-day -day living as well. So I'd love to make a new connection with you. Wonderful. Andrea, I can't thank you enough. Thank you so much for having me, Kate. Thank you so much for listening. Follow me, Kate Cherichello, at positively underscore Kate on Instagram for more. If you have good news that needs to be shared, please send me a message.